If you build it, they will come. But it's how you build it that matters. Now, I'm not talking about throwing up a website and just waiting for something more than tumbleweed to pass by. I'm talking about building an online business you love. A key part of that is building relationships. And if you build your digital presence to build relationships, then you'll have a successful online business. So that's what we're talking about today. Building relationships to build your online business. So keep on listening to hear about the proper way to build relationships on and offline to build your online business. Welcome back for another episode of Dreamers Den Podcast. This is your host, Danielle Towner of DreamWork Creatives and DanielleTowner.com. I help entrepreneurs make their dream work through marketing and creative strategy. And you can ask any of my countless satisfied clients who I've helped build an online presence and brand awareness through marketing services, website design, and content marketing. So let's get started. There are several ways that you can take on building a relationship, but what you want to do is make sure that it's authentic, it's not forced, it's not salesy, and all of that. So we're going to get into some ways that you can start building a relationship when you're fresh out of the gate, you don't know anyone, and you're still learning, you're still a baby at this, and you're still learning the processes and the proper ways to do things, let alone talking about, you know, being somebody's friend that I don't know, like, how do I do that? So let's talk about that. There's many ways that you can do that. You can build relationships for your online business in person, like offline. You can do that. You can do it through social media. You can do it through email marketing. Um, you can connect with others in your industry. So let's go through all of these. Now, in person building a relationship, let's first talk about how not to do that. So let me tell you a little story about myself. When I was a financial professional, I was handling insurance sales and investments. I was in that industry. I learned about sales long before things exploded online and I mean, either way, selling is selling and it's a job, but that was kind of my, I wouldn't say my first taste at sales, but it was one of my better experiences at my first taste at sales. But um, me being the youngster that I was and, and learning as I went, I didn't have the greatest experience with my first time trying to network and build relationships. To build my business. So I was at a family member's wedding and I just remember running around like a chicken with my head cut off, um, trying to talk to any and everybody and gather phone numbers because that's kind of what I was told to do, not in that way, but you know, it was get those numbers and get contacts and set appointments and have a goal of having this many contacts and talking to this many people and having this many appointments and this many sales per week. So um, that was my start. 
And I was running around talking to everybody, not enjoying the wedding, and probably now that I think about it, interrupting their enjoyment at the wedding too. So, (laughs) you know, I did get some contacts out of that. I talked to the caterer. I talked to guests at the wedding. I talked to, I believe, the father of the bride. Um, just, just any and everybody. But I got some contacts out of it, and I even got a few appointments out of it. I don't remember how many sales I closed, but it was, I wouldn't call those warm leads because I, there wasn't much you know, with all the running around that I was doing and just focusing on the goal, there wasn't much talk and, you know, much warmth to it and much relationship building. They didn't know a whole lot about me. And some of them probably didn't even remember um, how I got their phone number because I didn't make that type of impression on them. So you live and you learn. That was a learning experience. But that is exactly how not to build relationships in person. So let's talk about how you should do that or the ways and avenues that you should use to do that, first of all. Now, if you're building in person, building relationships in person, there are different, several different ways you can do that. Um, Most people think about professional organizations and that is definitely a way to do that. Business, in-person business groups, you can go to mixers and networking events. Be a part of boards and committees. But th- those are, just because those are traditional ways, you know, those aren't the only ways. And actually, you know, people go into that. They they do have a mission that they're trying to accomplish. But you kind of go into that knowing what to expect or knowing that people are trying to solicit you for some type of collaboration or for business. So that can be a good thing or a bad thing. You know, it could, it, it's everybody trying to accomplish their own goal. So it's good in a way that if you can find someone to collaborate with and that they already do know what to expect, but it can be bad because they may try to avoid you. You know, they may say, oh, I already know what she wants, so I don't want to talk to her or him. But you just kind of have to look at it for the positive that it is and try to, to look at it that way. And, and you know, get what comes out of it. But there are other ways that you can do this in professional settings and non-professional settings. You can do volunteer work, commit to something that you are really passionate about or that you really enjoy doing, volunteer. And, you know, if you are, if you do meet someone, if you do have a friend or an acquaintance that comes out of it, then that's great. But, on the other side of that, you're still doing something that you enjoy doing. You're volunteering and doing something that you're passionate about. If you go to church, um, you're a member of a church. That's another way, you know, for people to get to know you. And it's that same thing, just getting involved, helping out where you can and doing something that you're passionate about within the church. Not just, you know, doing being a pew warmer on Sundays, but, you know, actually putting your boots on the ground, getting getting involved and helping with the upkeep and the functioning of that establishment. There are also meetups. Now, these are organized meetups where people, like I said, with common interests or hobbies 
or anything like that. Or even, you know, it could be business. It could be personal. They have common interests where they meet up. There's book clubs and all kinds of things where people have meetups. And it's a way to connect with new people. Just those authentic connections. Like even outside of that where you have your own hobbies and you do things, you may run into people. If your children are involved in extracurricular activities or you know, you're a part of PTA or organizations or different things at school, you may run into fellow parents that you have those authentic connections with. So um, I guess there is just a combination of putting yourself out there and getting involved in things and just also being aware and just being a being a warm, being a friendly person being yourself and being authentic but just working on working on not being afraid to expose yourself or to show your personality in these settings it first starts with introducing yourself or you know not being the first all the time to wait on someone else or just a friendly smile and a hello and then from there you know if it comes up that you have an opportunity to talk about what you do or they ask you what you do, make sure you have that elevator pitch ready. Make sure that you're not fumbling and stuttering when it's ready to talk about what you do that you can fire it away in one or two sentences that's not going to have them, you know, their eyes glazing over. That's not going to have them looking like their mind is boggled. Just keep it simple. Let them know what you do. If they want to learn more, then give them more. But if not, just let them know that you're available to help them or anyone they know in the future. Or just continue getting to know them and, you know, bring it up at another time. So social media, there are, I would say, about at least four ways that you can start building relationships on social media. Social media is for the purpose of building and maintaining connections and relationships, collaborations, and all of that. So it's the perfect place for that. And it goes beyond just posting a photo and, you know, liking photos or getting people to like your things. It it goes beyond that. Now, Now, that goes back into what I've been kind of talking about with not being afraid to share certain things about yourself, but setting those limits in the process. So when you post a photo or you post something and you kind of tell a story or talk about something that you're working on, even something that you're dealing with, milestones or, you know, life events, anything that's going on, a story from something that's happened in the past, then that opens up the door to people who can relate with you or even people who can empathize with you. And they'll post comments and that opens the door for that dialogue. There's also social media groups where it's that same thing, a common interest. It could be something professional, it could be business, or it could be something outside of that that's just a hobby that you have or something that you both like. It could be movies, anything like that. But you have that common thread or that common thing that brought you into that group, and you can help that relationship to grow from there. Now, 
something that um I at first you know I wasn't really too fond of but I've seen several people in the business world use use this and it works well for them but it's messaging and direct messaging and it's starting to grow even more now like with direct messaging now some people use automations for this and to me it's not it's not as it's not as personal but there are ways that you can use direct messaging to connect with people like someone connected with me through direct direct messaging um not long ago and we've been able to collaborate and it's worked out well for me i wouldn't I wouldn't suggest just going and direct messaging everyone that follows you and everyone that, you know, everyone that comes in contact with you, especially not right off. But if you see that someone is connecting with you and, you know, commenting and liking, then you might want to um pop in and give them a hello. Don't be the creepy DM person, like the person that's trying to, to date you and talk to you through a DM. Please don't be that creepy person. But um, if you see that somebody is, you know, liking things and you kind of vibing in the in the comments, then shoot them a, a hello. And there's even a voice, a voice feature where you can, especially on Instagram, there's a, and I think on Facebook too, there's a voice feature where you can click, click and press the microphone and actually leave them a voice um, message on there. And that works out well for decreasing that and you know ambiguous text and so you won't send off the wrong send off the wrong message to people but that is a great tool to get collaborations or even people who have reached out to me for information and some people use it to make sales like if someone goes and says thank you for this information you know you can come back and say um, oh, I'm so glad you found this valuable. And by the way, I offer X, Y, Z, you know, it goes along with this or it'll help you to even go even further with this. So, you know, it's a way to, to put your call to actions out there if you warmed up to that person also. Another way to make connections we kind of already went through is in the comments. It's you commenting, making leaving meaningful comments on other people's posts that helps you to bring awareness to your brand and it helps you to widen your audience. So that's another way to increase your connections and continue building relationships. And also posting call to actions on the captions of your posts. Posting those call to actions not necessarily to tell them to buy something all the time, but just to ask them a question or to tell them to post, you know, in the comments about, a, you know, a situation that you can relate to. Or even like some people post the praising, you know, post the praising hands emoji, post the smiley face, post this or that. That's still the start of a connection. And it's the start of building a relationship and helping people to relate with you. So you never know what these relationships will bring. I mean, ultimately, it is to, like I said, build and grow your business. 
but that can be through collaborations, that can be through them sharing your content or sharing your offers with someone else, or it could be through them directly making a purchase from you and supporting your business. Um, But the start of that is the foundation of, you know, building that foundation with these tools that I'm going through. And the next one of these is email. Email, I normally say email marketing, but you may not want to look at it as, as marketing when we're talking about building relationships because you don't want to treat them like people that you're just selling to. And you don't even want to use your email to just sell to people all the time. Because you're building that relationship, you've gotten them, you know, they trust you. They trust you enough to provide your email address to them and they expect you to provide value in their life and they trust you to do that. So it's not all about sales. It's about these people who, you know, trust you enough to form that relationship with them. So to get them to that step of trusting you with your writing you their email address, you have to build a relationship with them to get that. You have to, and it starts with some of those things that we've already mentioned. And building that relationship with them, providing them with something of value before they even get to that point, and then they trust you, you know, they trust you after you built the relationship. They see what you've offered them already and the valuable information that was able to help them solve a problem already. So it's like, okay, they help me, you know, I they can they can provide me with more to help me even more. So, you know, you that's the work that you have to put in to build that relationship and build that trust to even get them on your list. Then after that, after they're on the list, don't just talk to them like a salesperson. Like I was saying before, don't just look at them as somebody or tools that you're going to use to make money or to sell to them. Talk to them like they're human beings because they are and you're a human being. So talk like a human being. And then, you know, take it even further and talk to them as if they are your friends, because these are people that you build relationships with. You can talk to them about things. You can ask them questions and ask them to share with you how they feel and, you know, what what some of their needs are, because that's the whole point of everything. So talk to them like they're your friends. And another thing that you want to do, you want to connect with other people in your industry. Now, I'm sure that you'll already be doing that, you know, if you're a part of, like I said, in person, if you're a part of professional organizations and on social media, I'm sure that you'll already be doing that. But just make a conscious effort of connecting with other people in your industry. It's always that common, you know, that commonality. It's always that one thing that you can find that you have in common with different people. And for this one, it just happens to be that you're in the same business. Now, some people, you know, I think that people, a lot of people are starting to catch on to that there is room for everyone to eat. There is room for everyone to display their talents and their gifts and if that's what you're truly gifted at then you'll stick around in it and if it's not then you'll move on to something else or try something else or figure out what it is that you're gifted at 
but I think people are starting to catch on to that there's room for everyone but for those who haven't don't feel like everyone has to be your competition yes they are competitors is you know they are um it is a healthy competition but for the most part it's collaboration collaboration can take you much further so I mean I've come I've become close with a lot of people whom I've never even met in person. And it's all because we met on social media or in a group. And, you know, a lot of us, we are in the same industry. We have, you or, or we provide similar products and services. We can relate in some way in business because of our offerings or because the type of business that we have. And a lot of us have even collaborated or we have plans to collaborate, whether it's them coming on, popping on the podcast and being a podcast co-host or guest, or, you know, whether it's something else that we've collaborated on, being a guest blogger on their website or on mine, or having plans in the future to do a course together, things like that, that we've collaborated on. And it's worked out great, like collaborating with each other. It only helps both of your businesses to grow. We're happy for each other. We congratulate each other on our wins and we encourage each other daily. So there's nothing wrong with building a healthy relationship. Actually, I encourage, you know, building a healthy relationship with those who have similar businesses as you. And that's going to help you, both of you, to build and grow your online business. So those are some of my suggestions for building a relationship to build your online business. I hope that you will take me up on this advice that I'm giving you, or at least start with one of these and taking a step to to include some of these actions in your daily life and in building your online business just take you know just take one of these and take it step by step and add to what you're doing to build relationships and to grow your online business if you have any questions about this or even you know want to if you even want to share some of the ways that you have built or will be building relationships to build your online business then post it in the comments if you're on my website listening to this post it in the comments if you're on anchor listening to this press that record button make your comment ask your question and have a chance to be featured on the next episode and other than that let me know if this was helpful for you and for more online tips you can visit my social media at instagram.com slash dreamwork creatives or also i'm still giving away that checklist and that guide that lets you know basically how to diy your website all the tools that you need to have to for to build a successful profitable website and you can get that by going to um, danieltowner.com slash dream dash biz b-i-z dash tree and choosing option two if you get go there and choose option two you can get that list so 
head on over and grab that and I will talk to you guys next time. And as I always say, dream until your dream comes true.